Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. This week we discuss the Western United game, we talk about the upcoming game against Brisbane Raw and we ponder why we can't win two in a row. I'm Luke and I'm joined by Borrow, Josh and Pete. Evening gents. Evening. Good evening. Hello, hello, hello. This is weird. I'm in a new seat for the first time in it's Yeah, I'm something. looking to my right and there's... Where's Jimmy? You're not Jimmy. I'm not Jimmy. Jimmy, I you got... Not it's Jimmy. weird. Change. He it's was determined strange. to turn things on its head. He announced our names backwards. <laughs> Morrow, Josh, Pete. Yeah, what's, what's all this about? There? That was very hard. Very Oof. hard. Um, well, for anyone that listened last week, I guess, uh, right to the end, uh, anyone would have... Everyone would have heard that Jimmy has stepped back a little bit from the pod, I guess is probably the way to put it. Um, you know... Busy man, young child, mm. living his life. Mm. And uh, I mean, I think most people know this by now. And he was just here and I wanted, I asked him to leave because I didn't want to have to do this yeah, in front of him. But on behalf of us, big thanks to Jimmy um, for all his help and work that he's done for the podcast over the last five years. And then also with the original mm. Yellow yeah. Army podcast, he did, he did all the hard work. He carted all the gear around. He did all the editing. Uh, put up with our crap when remember when we very first started when we yep. rebooted up we the Yellow were, Army podcast we were in his spare room we in his horrendous. house sitting on his bed <laughs> we were so bad yeah I think we took about 20 goes just to try and get it I remember shaking because I was so nervous <laughs> I remember the first time when Luke asked me in the messenger I think it was almost like the first time that we ever talked to each other he's like hey yep. do you want to do a podcast with Jimmy and I and I said yeah I'm yeah. I'm keen for that. I think I was what 2014. Yeah, it was a while. And ago. Luke used to pick me up from Wyong train station because I didn't have my license back then, and we'd drive to Jimmy's. Very every dangerous, week. by the way. Remember that time a random guy got in the car? Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> yeah. It was Uber before Uber. I was going to say, like, oh, wrong car. Like, yeah, sounds like my Uber adventures on a Super uh, Dodge. But yeah, Wednesday night in, in well. all seriousness, um, well done, Jimmy. You know, it's been a been a fun ride. He's he's the one that's really done everything. Us idiots have just turned up and talked shit, but he's yep. the one that records, edits. Uploads it, so now it's on to us to, uh, I guess, start learning how to do everything and continue the pod. Yeah, yes. look, I have no doubt that this is that this is the last that anyone will hear of Jimmy anyway. I'm sure he'll be there or thereabouts and around from time to time. But um, yeah, my heartfelt thanks go out to um, to him as well for all the time that he's put in. And I guess now, do we officially offer you, Pete, a seat off the bench? Oh, mate, yeah, look... I'm run off the bench. The, <laughs> the cameo, the sort of 20-minute Matt Simon cameos that I've been making <laughs> over the last couple of years, um, while they have been great, I think I've... Um, yeah, I think I'm ready for, for a 90-minute stint in the first team. Gaffer, okay. put me on. <laughs> Coach, mate, I'm ready. You're in. You're in, mate. <laughs> we, should, uh, we should get a guest appearance um, pundit spot, Jimmy, on here uh, when he settles things down and, you know, yes. becomes cool and... Uh, becomes cool? Are you saying Jimmy's not cool? <laughs> well, gets back, Jimmy? gets back to a level of, you know... Are you saying that someone like else is not cool? That's it's ironic. Yeah, Jimmy's no, a cool dad, like isn't he? I don't think I quite said it that way, but um, <laughs> but but either way, it uh, yeah. Hopefully, it's not the last that we see of him uh, working on this. And uh, yeah, loved it. Thanks for the invite. And Jimmy. if anything goes wrong, then it's our fault. It's he, definitely not Jimmy's because Jimmy Jimmy's never Jimmy's made fault. a mistake. No, hundred percent Jimmy's fault. If anything goes wrong this week, <laughs> he's, and he's also one phone call away if we uh, start to cry. So <laughs> yeah, it's okay. nothing special. We just got to do it in one take. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> Fred's question, uh, have we got to the point in the season that we need to look at throwing some of the academy slash youth kids onto the pitch and give them a crack? As I don't see the Simon McGlinchey uh, on at the 70th, 70th Dream Team working. 
Well, yes, I do think we should be blotting some of the guys from the academy and, and I from think the we have, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely, and we, and we should continue to do so. Um, it's all about game management, though, at the end of the day, from from stage. And I think he's been quite good for the most part um, over the last few weeks in, in terms of his game management. We saw against victory at home um, the the two substitutes that he that he brought on, essentially coming on to to win the game um, for us. Um, but I would definitely love to see players like um, Ruiz Diaz um, stepping up and, and getting a shot. Um, Matt Hatch, um, we know, is on the verge of, of stepping up as well. Hatch is definitely my big one that and, can definitely um, come in as left back. And Dan Hall um, as well, who's, who's captained the NYL side and the, um, the NPL side for the last couple of years, um, is, is potentially on the verge of, of getting a look in there as well. Um, you know, these guys have had exposure to training with the first team, so I'm sure, I have no doubt, that we'll, we'll see them um, getting minutes as the year progresses. But there is a time and a place, um, that being said, for, for McGlinchey and, and Matt Simon to come on. Matt Simon in particular, um, being the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and six-time Golden Boot winner. <laughs> there, it is. Um, there it is. To come on to close games out for the last 15 minutes or I so. I listened to the podcast on the plane home last week and I was nearly going to throw my earbuds You're welcome. Out, out the door somehow. <laughs> I heard if you say Matt Simon three times in a row, a big red card appears. <laughs> no, it's actually a, a, a big banner that says Mariners all-time leading goal scorer and six-time goal boot winner Matt Simon. <laughs> and it says Matty Simon bites your leg sign comes out of nowhere as well. That's twice. Um, answering the question, no. I don't think it's time for us to um, do that. One might argue that we probably have already started doing that. If you have a look at some of the younger players in our squad, some of them are you know, just making their way in the first team and doing a good job after a bit of blooding as well. Lewis Miller, even the likes of Kai Rolls and Danny De Silva, who we think of as relatively older players, are not relatively older players. And um, so while ever we have not sewn up the spoon and we're making a good play for avoiding the spoon touchwood and uh, all of the other Hail Marys, um, then I would like us to continue to keep the nose to the grindstone and to make sure that we avoid that spoon this year and give ourselves a shot at sixth place. Um, I guess on the issue of the youth, I love the idea that we could get a few of the youth boys that you guys mentioned into the first team from the point of view of putting them in the window. Um, just uh, we'll probably talk about it sometime, but um, like Silvera has got this opportunity thing happening. Mm. So, you know, why not give those kids an opportunity to put themselves in the shot front window if it suits the purpose? But I think this year the fans deserve for us to avoid the spoon and that should be the number one priority. Well, yeah, that's that's what I was, I guess, alluding to with my game management con um, comment was, was that if a youth player is the best player to come on at that point in time in the game, then yeah, give him a shot. If it's Matt Simon, you know, if we're up 1-0 or 2-1 and we're looking to close the game out, bring on Simo. So, yeah, it's about game management. I think the issue that we've got at the moment is if we want to bleed youngsters, we don't have the youngsters in the positions where we're really struggling. Mm, mm. We don't have... Yes, we have an Alou Kowal in youth, but super raw. Super green. Super raw. We don't have what I would call probably a confident youth striker mm. that we could bring into the team and say, all right, he's going to probably bang in a couple of goals before the end of the season and have more of an impact than a Matty Simon or a midfielder who's going to have more of an impact than a McGlinchey because mm. we have quite a bit of depth. I think you just need to look at Murray right there. It's taken him what he's now what a year and a half into the A-League and I think he's only just starting to maybe find his stride that overhead kick um, against Western on the weekend that almost went in. So he got his goal last week. So I think putting in a youth striker would be, I don't know, I wouldn't say that would be advisable, but 
I would definitely like to see Hatch get a go because left back's sort of been a trouble spot and I'm not the biggest fan of Orr having to be a left back. So that's probably the one spot where I'd say maybe Hatch might get a chance, but I don't know if it's going to be that likely. Maybe the question is around, uh, like Fred's um, spelled it a bit as uh, youth from the youth team, but um, what I'd like to see is if we want to start um, getting some of those kids out there, let's get Nizzy on the park. Let's get Dylan Ruiz-Diaz on the park. That is a good let's, point. Let's get He's the all, I've almost, I've almost I, forgot about him because he hasn't had, some, hadn't had any game time really at all. I was just about to say his name completely skipped my mind then when I was thinking about midfielders just because mm-hmm. he hasn't had a mm-hmm. run lately because, well, because we have been so much depth there as yeah. well in that in that sort of six or eight role yeah. um so it is going to be hard for, for Niz to get minutes and I hope he does um because he deserves a shot he's a fantastic little player agree and uh the same goes with any of the others because we've got quite a few young players uh, who are uh in the squad um think what you like about their performances so far but Abra- Abraham Majok is is young uh, Ruin Tongich is young. Um, there's at least one other player who I may have said had potential in the squad. Um, oh, so no. don't say it. I didn't. So there's a few, uh, a few there. But back to Pete's comments. Who? Nobody. It's a rhetorical question. Can come on and do what Matty Simon did in the game before last. It, it mm. Just. I don't mm. even know if there's another team that has that. Maybe Bessart Barisha is the same thing, only with more goals on the end of it. Mm. I remember seeing a few teams saying that they wish they had a Matty Simon to come off and just be a prick and win them a game. Well, <laughs> that's it. He's, a, he's a bastard, but he's our bastard. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I hated him when he was at Sydney, and I, I, won't say as, I won't say that I love him while he's here, but I'll put up with him while he's here. <laughs> he's a player to come on in a certain situation to just cause the defence havoc, or put, go, get himself into the defence and just... Be annoying, and, and he's going to he's possibly force, win a game. He's going to force mistakes as well because yeah. he's going to the defenders know that he's going to be charging Tied every single yeah. he's going to be charging every single ball down that comes at him as well. They're going to they're going to be packing it. I would if I knew Simo was running at me. Yeah, so, they won't be worried. They'll be worried he's going to be a little bit late, and yep. he probably will be. Yep, <laughs> chances are. And uh, yeah, and he bites your legs. I think he prides himself on being late. Well, you know, <laughs> I, th- I think you know it's not it's not what we think of as um, beautiful football in this day and age, I guess. But it you know isn't it's it? It's the English it lower league style no, football. No, it's, it's beautiful football. <laughs> if Matty you ask Simon me, beautiful football. If you ask me, it's not like we think of Matty Simon as the only you know antagonist like this. But if you ask me, Barisha is every bit the antagonist that Matty Simon is. He is incredibly irritating for defenders. On the weekend, watching him a couple of times just straight face run straight at Kai Rolls and put both hands into his chest off the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that as well. I'm like, this is going to yeah. be an interesting like, matchup as well. Who wants to play against him? Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a part of the art. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's a good discussion. So I, don't so I don't think there's any kids who look like they're about to do I that. I must yeah. say that no. I would prefer Nizzy to come on rather than McGlinchey. Would you agree or disagree? I would agree. If it's, a f- yeah. if it's you know, based on, I guess, the last form that I saw of the pair of them, then, yeah, maybe I'd think to give that a go purely from the point of view that I think um, Nizzy hasn't had an o- enough opportunities yet to really show yeah. what he's got, and, and I think he deserves that opportunity if we can give it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know there's a lot to split them in the amount of impact that they can necessarily have on the game. Um, but I'd like to, Nizzy and all those I think young Nizzy players brings to prove stability. me wrong. I think what, what, from what we've seen of Nizzy and his very limited sort of shots in the A-League so far is he does bring a little bit more control into the mid into the middle of the park mm. there. Stability. True. We, see it, we see it 
massively in the NYL and and, and or NPL rather. Um, he just absolutely dominates midfields. Very calm. Um, and exactly right. He makes it look like he's got so much time and space around him. And he, he totally dictates the tempo of the game. That's a so quality any, that all any, of the great midfielders have had. If anyone's going to get a shot um, from our youth side in the in the mid- middle of the park, it should be Nizzy. Yeah, I agree. And and also, uh, I like the idea that we might think about uh, Dylan Ruiz Diaz. If we're going to complain and, and uh, Stage has a bit about not being able to come up with the goods in those moments, those important moments, then why not give another kid a go? If we're not delivering, why not give him a crack? I mean, we've seen him do some things in the youth park that were pretty amazing. Mm. Um, and the Nisbet thing is like the Silvera thing too. If you put him on for five, six games in a row, even if you're starting but this I mean I don't want to be too defeatist at this point in the season but if you give him more game time it puts him in the shop window then we potentially have another Silvera situation where we where we can benefit mm. as much as I don't want to lose him but yeah, where the club can benefit and that's what apparently what this what this club is all about is about bleeding youngsters and then moving them on yeah which we have not done enough of at all no, which is why you can only be a bit positive if there is a bit of smoke coming out of the Silvera scenario. Yeah, you know? that's right. And I think I said last week, you know, this is the most sort of positivity we, we've seen around the, the youth set up at the club in, in years and years. Um, you know, in years gone by, we have developed um, players that have gone on to be big names, players that have gone on to play in the Socceroos. Um, and we haven't we haven't done that over the last, you know, sort of five, six years. Um, the players that we see coming through the youth team now who are already playing... Um, junior national level and succeeding at junior national level as well, like Ruiz Diaz, for example. Um, if we can continue along that sort of line, then, yeah, hopefully we can get back to the good old days. So to the weekend, unfortunately. <coughs> oh, no. um, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Diamante. Oh, 45, 45 minutes of Yuck. not good, uh, which left us with obviously a mountain to climb in the second half oh. and then... I think Western United just took the foot off the gas and it was almost like a uh, the they, bus. they practice pack parking the bus is what they did in the yeah. second half and because the game was already over so we we couldn't really do anything. Forty five balls into the area from us and not a single goal. I think we had something like four shots on target. Common theme over a number of weeks. It's now. terrible. I think half of those balls into the area were from Tommy Orr that were floated crosses. Floated back spinning crosses. Measly just aimed at nobody. The good old Monty crosses, um, Monty corners that just float into the box they, and the keeper's like, thank you very much, I'll take this. To be fair, he, they don't go into bad areas, but put some whip on it. Yeah, do something with it. Because you float those ones in, the strike has no chance on, get it, on getting any sort of power onto the header. So, yeah, oh, jeez, what a frustrating... Like, t- the first 20 minutes, 20 minutes of madness. Um, and, yeah, you know, it's, it's really just completely killed the game off in the first 20 minutes. We're, we're, we're no chance after that. Yeah, I mean, where do you where do you even start? Well, I stopped. As a whole, on that I stopped front. really when <laughs> yeah. that Diamante ball hit Barisha's head, and and it was just like, oh, what a header though! <laughs> what, a, what a cross and what a header! Wow. Diamante and Barisha. What I would give for that bloody combination! Oh please! I mean, we've got Milan and no Barisha. <laughs> we got Milan and Juric and Milan. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was such a frustrating forty-five minutes. I mean, we we just never looked, never looked at the races at all. It, well, we, we we dominated the possession though. Yeah, didn't but we? And possession and territory. But there's yeah. okay, Paolo. Like, but there's nothing. <laughs> there's simply 
no end product. And I mean, as good yeah. as the victory game was the week before, I think when you sit back and when you come down from the high, you have to realise that, I don't want to say we got lucky, but we probably made our own luck. We got mm-hmm. the couple of pens. We, you know, we arged and barged a la Matt Simon our way two, three points. It wasn't because we played any real great sort of football or, you know, and a little bit of quality is in front of us all of a sudden with a Diamante, not just a little bit, but with a Diamante and a Barisha, and we just don't look like we're in the race at all. As no. you say, so that quality in the final third that's, that's absolutely killed us because looking at the looking at the stats here, I'm, I'm looking at a few individual players' stats. Jair, for example. Oh, my God. Was Zero- he playing? Yeah. Was and he this, out there? This is what I mean. Zero shots, um, four passes or four accurate passes. Um, which was out of his five. So, I mean, yeah, fair play. 80% accurate passes. <laughs> um, one duel attempted and lost. Um, and that was about it. How he, long how, how long do we persist with the Jair experiment? Till the end of the season when he's gone. <sighs> Until the owner relieves him of command. See, so this, this, this was something that sort of frustrated me after his first couple of weeks. And again, I think it's something that I might have mentioned last week. The first couple of weeks of Jair... Um, I wasn't buying into the hate um, because Neither. I, I, Neither. I saw yeah, I saw someone that actually moved like a proper number nine who was willing to inject himself into the game, um, who was always looking to get onto the ball. Um, the last two weeks, what we've seen of Jair has not been that. <laughs> no, no, I've I've tried to stay off the hate wagon for as long as I can, uh, but after the weekend, he's simply not. And which. It's a shame because when you look at him compared to when he was at Newcastle, he looks really fit. Mm. He's got a lot of speed on him, oh, which yeah. I was kind of surprised about in the first sort of couple of games. Mm. But again, which is the he can't get entire, himself into games. Yeah, the, which is the entire team's problem, is that there's no end product there. Mm. Mm. It's just not enough. And like, I had no idea he was out there until he come off on the weekend. And he before was people totally anonymous. Before people go off half cocked saying it's because of it's because he's getting no service. Let's have a look at Muzz who was up top with him um, for the game. Five shots. So compare that to Jair's zero. Um, albeit yes, only one on target. Um, one shot assist. Um, Eleven duels contested. Won five of those, and four of six duels in the air. He's won. Um, I think we've said this. I think I think I think we've said it quite a few times before. Muzz needs a strike partner. He does. He he's can, yeah. not a up the top be on your man. own. Yeah. He needs a strike partner, and unfortunately, the other two main strikers we have at the club at the moment don't suit him. No. No. Matty Simon doesn't suit him, and Jai is not working. But so we're not that club. We're not that club like the Wanderers have done, who can part company with. Uh, like we can't move on from Jair like um, they can move on from Maya. Maya. Mm. But what we can do, if he was and, here from and, the start, and maybe. you think maybe uh, Stadge will do, is we can rotate those guys around and give him a taste of watching the other boys um, and seeing how they go, and if and that's all we've got really to motivate him to improve. So. Put him on the bench and if necessary, you know, put something else out there. Matty Simon, perhaps. Well, I mean, does this, does this come back... The Mariners all-time leading goal scorer and six-time golden boot winner, thank you. Um, does, this, does this come back to Fred's question, though, um, about blooding youngsters and bringing some of the academy guys up? 
in terms of the strikers that we've got. Luke's already mentioned Allo, um, Allo Kowal, who scored goals for fun this NYL season. Um, I think the only other striker that we've got, or the only other option that we've got there, well, we've got two, we've got Jordan Smiley, um, who's had a bit of a taste of the first team already. Um, moves well, but his finishing in NYL left a little bit to be desired, if I'm being perfectly honest. Agree. Um, yep. And John Roberts is our other option, who is on a scholarship, um, who, if I'm being honest again, hasn't shown the quality that we'd expect from someone who's on a scholarship here. No. Not enough. No. And other players appeared to be ahead of him. Hmm. Um, I'd take Allo ahead of him. That's what I thought. Yep. I was thinking. <laughs> no, no, big time. <laughs> Got a couple of years on him, so experience-wise. But he's so green and so young that uh, I don't know how realistic that really is. Yep. But but we do have to, you know, I guess if we're going to sign um, Ruiz Diaz to a... Um, scholarship, scholarship like we have, then we got to give it a shot, I, th- I guess. Um, oh, no, Allo's been training with the first team as well. So is it time to give him some minutes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But or then I mean, you've also forgotten yeah. Majok as well. Majok's there as an option, which... Which he's probably not Probably not going to be an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just pointing it out, the Majok is there, but what I've seen from him is... Yeah, no, nothing that would be good enough for A-League level. And this the, this is the frustrating part, though, because it feels like we've painted ourselves again into a corner. And it's not necessarily Stadge's fault, because if you take Matty Simon, for example, re-signed for two years? Two years. Uh, not by Stadge, correct? Correct. So And McGlinchey. Yeah, and, you know, again, you can go back to the Melbourne Victory game and say, Matty Simon won us that game. Yeah, great. But it's still not... That's one game. What impact has he had for the rest of the season? This season or last season? Don't say it. Um, <laughs> so last, season, <laughs> last season, he won one of his six golden boots. <laughs> God damn it, Pete. God damn it. <laughs> trying to make a point. Um, no, 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 go on. But we do this time and time again. We've done it with Matty. I feel like we've done it again with Majok. He's another one who... Yes, Young still has the potential, but how old's Majok now? 24? No. No, I don't think he's that old. 22, 23 22, maybe, 23. off the top of my head. Mm. I'm sorry, but if you're not scoring goals in the A-League for fun by that stage, mm. you're not a good striker. Um, if you're not even threatening, so he's yeah. 21. No. Um, 21. If, and he's if already if been at, this is his fourth, third or fourth club already? Yeah, I'd say third. Wanderers, Brisbane, us. Melbourne City as well. Melbourne City, That's right. fourth yeah, club City, already. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. Why, again, we've painted ourselves into a corner by signing these guys who we feel like we're just handing them a lifeline and then we get to this stage of the season and we're kicking ourselves, I think, for it. And we've, we've, we've heard, or I've heard, a rumour about another striker which, to me, says to me that the club's uh, not happy with Jair. Yes, I have heard, heard rumours about another striker as well. So, like, how many... of we're just doing cartwheels, though. Going round and round and round and round and round. Well, it's, but it's, isn't it's, this how we do it? It's the roundabout of the A-League. It's the, the, the roundabout of the A-League. The like merry-go-round. You see that? The merry-go-round. Thank you. That's a, the word I was looking for. The wheels on the bus, etc. Mm. Yeah. But it's also, it's a Mariners scenario. To me, the main thing that's different this year is, and maybe a bit last year, is that we haven't yet heard the coach be silly enough to get down and dirty about whinging about the amount of resources that he's got. That's the only difference. Mm. It's exactly the same scenario, low resources. This time, we're probably getting more out of those resources, I think, than just about at any other time over that period. Mm. Um, But 
you can just see Alan, Alan Stachik wanting to say, if I had another half a mil, we would not be in this position. But, but you know when coaches start saying that is, is when you can tell straight away they're not aligned with they're the done. club. They're done. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> we saw Merrick. Merrick the other week was saying in his presser, you know, I don't have the money to spend. I don't have the resources, blah, blah, blah. Next day he's sacked. And yeah. Laurie comes out, completely contradicts him in his presser and says no we offered him heaps of money this window blah 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 um even though we'd already heard that their transfer budget had been completely slashed mm. um by their by their owners so yeah um i think you know someone's telling porkies there yeah um it's a very he said he said exactly it? but as, yeah like i said as soon as a coach comes out and s- starts complaining about resources or lack of um there's problems there unless yeah. it's a really coach centric club where <laughs> everybody's bowing to the coach at liverpool i dare say that jürgen klopp can ask for what he likes mm. um but not here and this was arguably uh, the major reason for the demise of paolo possibly um tony warmsley um mm. so you know because they get to a point where they can see that they just don't have the quality there to be able to get what they think they deserve um and but Stadge has got this great way of describing it yeah. as we just weren't able to deliver in those key moments, whereas some of the other coaches got a bit close to the edge of we don't have the cattle. Um, but and do you uh, think, like, we've we've heard it time and time again, and I think by now, not pumping ourselves up too hard, but we would have heard otherwise, but we've heard again and again, including in, in the last week, that it's the best dressing room and the best environment mm. that it's been in years and i believe that because like i said i think we would have heard otherwise by now because things do happen to get yeah, out generally, of this joint yeah, yeah um but so i think stadge is doing a good job of probably holding it back albeit like especially in public but do you think he's realized that we simply don't have the quality by this stage surely he knew what he was getting himself into though i'm sure he to, did he but would have known by this stage like round one comes along i think he's probably reasonably confident but by this point of the season, do you think he's gone? Whoops! I need to hold out for another year till we can get rid of X, Y, Z. Oh, the, the these, mistakes these that have players. been previously made by yeah. by in, in previous recruitment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a big part of it, definitely. Because um, you know, not that he's going to give up or anything, but I think maybe now, I think you know, being his first club job and that, I think maybe he maybe realizes it's not. It's not. Um, it wasn't just going to be a case of sign a few different players and sign Jair and yeah. He's not coming in with a clean slate by any by any stretch yeah, of the nah. imagination. Um, and as much as I hate this term, you know, it's it's another it's another rebuilding. It's going to be another rebuilding season next season. I said this on the weekend. We're f- five years into the ten year rebuild. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and but but I don't really like. I, I feel like um, the you're right, Luke. The Stadge has been doing a great job, and I feel like we are getting from um, the group. Probably just about as much as we can expect from the group. Mm. That might be controversial, but that's what I think. At the same time as that, I feel like down in the youth, Monty and crew have improved those young fellows. I think Monty deserves a lot of credit. So that overall combination tells me that we're doing all right in the football department. We, you know, add to that fact that we really haven't changed our um, approach to this um over the last sort of three four coaches so here we are four points from uh the bottom of the table with the team behind us and we've been competitive uh on more occasions i think than some of the historical coaches have had so so you know it's hard to say that there's anything going wrong there you know it's just that we 
Alan can't start to say it, but um, he needs a couple of whiz-bang players in his team who can really slot yep. those goals home. And if that starts to ha- started to happen, or that did happen, um, I mean, maybe we're in. If we were hadn't spent that jam money, we might have been able to talk the boss into spending money on a um, marquee striker in this January window. Um, and but do we look uh, at getting rid of anyone in this January window? How do you? Well, I mean, they've got to they've got to accept the release. I know it's it's not easy when you've got you know things like the PFA standing in the way who are a pain in the backside a lot of the time. Ooh, yeah, um, from a club perspective, from a club I guess. Perspective. Yeah. And then, but and then also today it came out that they don't want to look at uh, intra league transfers while uh, you know while there's a salary cap and all this sort of uh, stuff, which again makes it harder to <laughs> move players on. But do we? If if we try and get rid of anyone, is there anyone that stands out? I think there's a couple that stand out for me. I just want to go back to Stadge quickly. Um, I didn't want to interrupt anyone, but just going back to Stadge, I think it's another case of he has this season where he hasn't got all the players that he wants. Mm. And next season is when you need to judge him when he's able to have that whole pre-season to bring in the players that he wants when he's got a majority of his side. Whereas this season, he's still got leftovers from the old coach that are on two-year deals that are in their last year and then you'll see what happens next year but yeah that's just what I wanted to say how many of those players that stage brought in are going to stay next year though because we've got you look at the amount of players that he's brought in on one-year deals so we've got Milan we've got Kim we've got Beerus um are three key examples and I think they're my three must re-signs absolutely are they going to stay though and if, they, they and, and if they don't, then, you know, Stad just got a battle on his hands to, to try and fill those holes as well. Yeah. Well, my my thoughts would be that the club need to throw the kitchen sink at those three. Mm. <laughs> and then the kitchen sink at a striker. And by kitchen sink, you mean a wheelbarrow full of a money. Wheel- <laughs> <laughs> I no, think Milan is money, the big one. Money on the top layer and then like dust under it or something. <laughs> just so it looks like a lot of money. But Milan I, is definitely money. the big one for me. Yeah, Monopoly for sure. money. I think you throw the kitchen sink at them, you go Beerus, Kim, Milan, and then a striker, mm. and that's your spine. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you build from there. But is Beerus going to be here next year? That's the big question. Well, you offer You'd him hope, enough. You need so to offer him an, you a good contract. Him, you re-signed for two years now. We only expect you to stay for another one or at least till next January and then you can move on. You can go back overseas again for a transfer fee. Mm. Well, that's it. I don't think he's going to go to another A-League club. No, I don't think so. I think, I think if, if he gets an offer from overseas, then, then yeah, we, we probably won't be able to hold on to him. But I don't think he's going to go to another A-League club. So What we don't need to do is lowball him like he's like it was I the Jem situation. I don't, I don't think we would because he's performed, he's performed well enough. Jem... Wasn't rated by the coaching staff here. Tom Hanarier wasn't rated by the coaching staff here. As much as they were how. both absolutely lauded by us, um, the coaching staff didn't see fit to keep them. And you it was know, the injury you know, we've, prone we've, thing. We've it? come out of that um, well enough, having signed Milan Juric, having sti- signed Gianni Stenzenis, um, and having brought Kim in as well um, to to cover those players. Yeah. So as I, much as I was annoyed when we let him go, yep. Tom, I think we've come out probably. For the better. I'm still gutted, and I still, you know, cut on my, my, my Tom and Ario <laughs> shirt every night. Um, but you know, it's you know, we, we've come out the other side okay. I, I'd welcome him back with open arms. I love the mm. bloke, but yeah, yep. you know, sometimes I think for all the outrage that um, that people feel, and sometimes you know, we might even uh, create or encourage. Um, yeah, the, the club does have a, a bit of a strategy in place. So yeah, 
What do we think of Orr being the captain on the weekend yeah. after the announcement that he's gone to I don't like Western it. United? No. I don't like it. No. Um, not a fan. No, not a fan. Tommy Orr's first couple of rounds of the season was fantastic and I saw and you know you could see there why he was given the armband because he was one of the more senior players in the side he had played Socceroos um, but now that it's been announced that he's moving on to another club in the A-League um, no nah, you take that armband straight off him sorry yeah agreed I agree oh, here we go. oh here's a caveat I agree but but there's a but there but this is the A-League <laughs> how many contracted players in a 26 person squad did you guys say we've got for next year I don't think we put a number on it, but it's not many. Five? Five or seven. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm getting at. That we work, we're in a league where this is just part and parcel. Well, just give it, give mm. it to Piercy then. He's on contract for next season. <laughs> I get it. It's traditionalist and I totally get it. But, and <laughs> well, and in would, just about any other league in the world, I couldn't have it any other way. I, but would, here, I would use the armband as a bit of a carrot to a birigidi. Or two of them alarm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Now you're talking for the line. rest of the season. Yeah. Yep. Well, I would do that. Like, you know, we think you're a leader. Here's the armband. Please stay. <laughs> Beerers, contract here. Simple. Armband there. Yes. Mm. You pass this to me, I'll pass that to you. Yep. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> right, Let's go, baby. Yeah, big time. And and if we did secure Beerers' signature this early as well, um, at least that way we, we've got potential to get a transfer fee from him should he choose to move on at some point next season. Yeah, Because Beres is, what, 28? So he's a goalkeeper, so he's still got plenty of years to go. If we can yeah. sign him to two years, get him to his, what, 30, transfer to overseas and we'll get some money out of it. That's what we need to do. I mean, it's no secret that he wants to move overseas as well. But yeah, if he, if he was to sign was to sign on for a year or two or for another year or two, that'd be that'd be fantastic. And like I said, it helps the club out in the process. Also would help with recruitment of other players because he's, you know, been mm. positive enough that mm. when, you know, other players are inspecting our squad then they know we're not leaking too terribly. Mm. So um, Yeah, I'm 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 not too upset about the loss of all, if I'm honest. Yeah, his output so, in the you know, for for the the fact that he's the highest paid player in the squad, um, the what he's been putting out there on the pitch doesn't reflect that. So Based on that, he's super replaceable. Is it yeah. zero could, goals, could, zero assists in the 13 games still? Well, uh, over the entire two seasons that he's been with us, or season and a half. Zero goals, zero us. assists, and you're the highest paid player. That's just not I think. Enough. I think, like, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but surely we could get another player somewhere from the league for probably half the price that could probably deliver what he's probably, been delivering probably the last get couple of weeks. three or four Sam Silveras for the price that we're paying him. <laughs> Maybe more, I think. Um yeah, like I said, the first first few rounds he played some sensational football, and I was like, "Yeah, wow, this is like signing a brand new player. Um, this is this is exciting." But, and I think you know, going back to again what we touched on last week, he's playing out of position. He's playing as a left wing back, um, so that's not his natural position. He's not comfortable there. But yeah, uh, you'd expect a bit more output if he was at what I consider his capability then I would be more concerned about his departure. But if I look back over the period of his time here, we just haven't got our money's worth on that. And it doesn't really matter what the reason for that is, um, be it injury or whatever, that's unfortunate, but it is. It is what it is. Um, So for me, like you guys have sort of said, we need to move on to something else that we hope can provide better. That's all. agree. Yeah, I think uh, speaking of the three or four Sam Silvera's the main Sam Silvera um, <laughs> so it obviously came out the other week that he was over in LA and then the last day or so it's come out that it's rumoured uh, we could be getting around 400000 for him from LA if they decide to sign him 
which is interesting. Uh, I guess, you know, after listening to Sean on here last week and, you know, Sean needs to say what he has to say. He obviously can't divulge everything. Mm. Um, but it's... Contrary to some people's opinion. Yeah, and it's 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 interesting. I think me. Sean at the time was 100% truthful in the sense that, yes, he's got a trial over there. Yes, we expect him back for the Brisbane game. Yep. Um, you know, his flights are booked and everything like that. We haven't received any sort of other offers or anything like that. At that point in time, I reckon that's 100% truthful. Yep. Whether or not there is any truth to the rumour that we have received an offer at right now, I don't know, but I'm sceptical um, based on the fact that as it stands, um, Los Angeles have filled all their visa spots. There are no more visa spots there. So they would have to be either releasing one of their visa players who is currently on contract um, or possibly um, one of their existing visa players is getting their green card. Um, so they're no longer considered a visa player over there. I'm a bit ignorant to the MLS. Do they have a second team in the lower division? Uh, like the Sounders? Like the Sounders do. I think they've got a reserves team. Maybe. Um, it, it'd I can't be, say It'd, it'd be odd to pay 400000 for someone to play in the reserves, wouldn't it? Yeah. I that's assume. Yeah. Unless there's some sort of loan deal for him to come back, maybe? Possibly. Mm. That's a good shout, actually. I think that's a good option. Because we had, we had um, the same deal with uh, Musti Amini when he went to Dortmund. Yep. Mm. Dortmund paid X amount for him, loaned him back for a season, um, and then took him back over there when his loan deal was up. So, um, and, and that worked well for us. Um, I would, I would, yeah. I would be. It's actually not. It's something that I haven't actually thought of. But I would be happy with that mm. if he were to be loaned back for the rest of the season, even at least. Mm. Mm. But I don't know if I'm happy with him going right now. I think it's too early. Too early. It's way too early. He's played. He's he's played half a season of professional football, mm. and half of those games he hasn't even started. Yeah, exactly. No, he's he's, he's too green. I think. But we see if, it time and time again. But if we get four hundred thousand yeah. for him, we're going to be like. Yeah, I think we need this money, well, this, so this see is, you later. This is, this is the whole conundrum. If we get 400000 for him, then... We'd be crazy not to turn that down. You would get... You'll, oh, sorry, it would be crazy to turn that down. You'll, you'll <laughs> get your usuals, and, you know, to be honest, I'll prob- probably be one of them that would say, well, it's just going to go straight to Charlesworth, or it's going to go, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if we were to use that money mm. for a gun striker, mm-hmm. for either... either, either Either we bank it and we get someone at the end of this season for next season mm-hmm. or we start looking now and we start to put the feelers out for someone that's very top level. Mm. That's a massive help. That's what a, that's what a top striker is going to cost you though. Exactly. It's going to be yeah. around that three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about how much someone like Toivonen's on. There's there's no way at this at this point in time um, with the current state of the club that we could afford someone like a Toivonen. But with this sort of potential money, if it is true... Um, then yeah, that, that opens up a lot of avenues. Mm. Interesting one, four hundred grand, and the comparison. Like uh, Sammy's, what uh, he's in the first of three, so he's got two and a half, bit two and a half mm. years yep. to go. Yes, yep. Um, just dividing four hundred grand by that, um, either we uh, gave him above average wages for somebody starting out at his point. Um, or uh, LA are kind because um, that surely is the starting point for any negotiation is the remaining out. No, no, contract. I, no, I don't think so. They'd have to pay on top regardless. They wouldn't just buy out the contract. Yes, but if I'm them, mm. then I'm starting at that point and saying, well, listen, this is all the kid costs that's you. Insulting. I'm willing to that's give you that. Though. Right, but that's the starting point. Like y- you're starting at whatever that price is. I know that that's not what you're going to release him for. You wouldn't have paid him that if you were going to mm. release him for that. Mm. Um, but... We start there, 
fifty grand on top, hundred grand on top, hundred and fifty grand on top until you hit the number. That's the my estimate was if we were to get an offer, it'd be one fifty or two hundred. So that's yeah, quite a bit more than what I me thought we would get. That's what I thought. So yeah. for me, even though I get that we would there would be a bit of lambasting from some fans, then that's good coin. Four hundred, four hundred k. Yeah, like I said, you'd be you'd be mad to turn it down. Mm. And. I think um, I saw I saw a comment from Mick Komet, which is exactly my thoughts. Um, you sign a player for six months and sell him six months later for four hundred grand. It's pretty good business. Absolutely, supreme <laughs> business, <laughs> which we haven't yep. been great at. Yeah. Lately. Oh, hey, hey, in saying that, we had uh, was it Appiah? We sold for two hundred and fifty thousand to a K League side last season as well. Was that Australian dollars or K League dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was dollary dues. Yeah, depends. Two hundred fifty thousand dollary dues. Tobias. <laughs> it depends who you believe on that. My source tells me it was twenty five thousand dollars. No. <laughs> no. Someone's left a zero off the message. If you say so. Or they've put a few extras on. Hey? <laughs> My source complained about not being 2. able to spend the twenty five. No, but you only sold him for $25. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> so Pack it, packing a Winnie Sky <laughs> Blues. <laughs> so you can go over there for a pie and a candy cake. All right, sweet. Done. Anything to get out of here. Um, so scholarship deal announced today for DRD. Dylan Ruaz Diaz. Hashtag DRD. Um, yes. Uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, good. Yep. Um it's good to see, like I said, touching on my earlier point, the club locking down young talent. Mm. I'm a bit, I'm a, I'm a bit sort of, just from what I've seen of him, mm. I'm a bit sort of, eh. It doesn't really, I don't know. It doesn't really register with me, for whatever reason. Are there any other players in the youth setup that you think would be, I guess, more deserving? Of All right, I'm, go- I'm going to be the first to bring it up. Yes, but Monday. you uh, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Don't do it. It's fresh. It's still raw. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought when they announced this. I yes, thought, I why think couldn't Mumphy give this to should have been given a scholarship. Bloody oath. 100%. Um, and that's just not because like, we've you know become mates with him because he's a good bloke but seriously you know if you've been watching the youth team the last couple of years he's been with the Mariners three years and I think he, he hasn't really had a lot of bad games he's, I think he's been pretty good he won the youth team points on so many occasions yep. um, but the, the club made it clear that they didn't want to invest in a third choice keeper so which I can understand I, I can understand that but it's still frustrating to think that in my opinion you know a, a keeper that should have been for us like a keeper that come through the ranks and become a first choice goalkeeper has been let go flip side is flip side is though we we, we spoke in depth to him um just before he left and and he did say that the main motivation for him leaving is to get minutes game time so he's not he's not going to yep. get minutes here as a third choice keeper absolutely has he so announced where he's going yet he has not okay so we can't say it uh, i think it'll be done later this week okay uh, yeah we we spent about how long were we there for on about Friday five night? Hours, five six hours, six hours. Ages. <laughs> I didn't get home until about 12.30. We so met him at like six, six and then we left Mingara like nearly at midnight. And yeah. I was like, Jesus. I was like, yeah, we'll go for a couple of quick beers. It's yeah. late. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours later. Yeah. That was a really good chat though. You know, yeah. Mumphy, great bloke. And all the best to him. Um, I think he said he's going up to Queensland, but we don't know anything else after that. Well, we do know, but we can't say. We'll let him announce it. Um, anyway, so DRD scholarship. Um, look, like I said, the club needs to retain young talent. Um, I'm not sure if there's anyone else in the NYL that I would have given a scholarship to above DRD at the moment. That's fair. Yeah, that's um, represented the young yeah. soccer ruse. Um, you know, he's got a, a pretty 
decent sort of CV, I guess, for his age. Yeah, like, definitely. He's got that experience of representing his country. And scoring goals as well. Scoring goals, yeah. But my thoughts on it is that, you know, the times I've seen him play in the MPL 2, for even even for youth every now and then, he hasn't, he hasn't stood out too much. He's got flashes of absolute genius, yeah. I think, at times, but... He needs consistency. Hopefully, um, hopefully Monty can bring bring the best out of him in terms of consistency, and training with the first team will hopefully help with that as well. But um, yeah, look, I think there there are other players maybe that don't deserve it more, but that deserve it as much yeah. as DRD. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, we're going to lock down a few more of them as well. I think it's just really good that we're queuing the, these um, kids who we think might have a shot. Uh, behind the first team mm. and um, hopefully we're going to give those the opportunity to be in the window as well as get experience um, at whatever point we can in the first team at the very least have them training constantly with those boys for um, long periods um, but the consistency thing y- you're right I it's it feels flashes like it's wafting brilliance. through the club though at the moment isn't it <laughs> Yeah, but that's the <laughs> fact that we have so, so many young players, just my opinion. But things that I've seen Dylan Ruiz Diaz do that I thought were superb, a couple of free kicks that were just worldies. A uh, few touches um, that have been worldy touches. One occasion where he didn't finish the goal. I think he hit the post, but he beat about four players with some really artful stuff um, in youth games. And I don't know if I expect the kids to be consistent. That's the difference between an experienced player and a kid in my opinion. Um, so so I kind of think he has um, done enough to get the opportunity that he's, that he's getting. Um, and uh, obviously that w- we're sort of in congruence there with, with the boss because we, we aren't always. Um, back on the Munford issue, I- isn't it a fact that the club has made it clear that they felt that Pierce was the choice? And because Pierce, uh, Pierce is contracted as well, so... Yeah, Pierce has still got another year on his contract, but... We but, but we made it clear that that was still our view. The club made it clear. I'm not going to reveal the sources, but some of you were in the room. The club made it clear that Pierce was preferred. Well, they made it. They made it clear that he was preferred over over Tom Glover as well, because he outplayed Glover when he came in. Correct. Um, he outplayed Tommy Hewitt Bell. Correct. So, yeah, there's there's things that that um, the club sees in him. Obviously, yeah. I we, don't know what we, they are either, but <laughs> yeah. but they're we, there. Well, they're he trains brilliantly. We clearly Must. have a differing opinion of what. I was a bit taken aback by that, and mainly just Van Stratton, because I I haven't seen it either. He, <laughs> at training or in, in games? Because at training, the guy's a well, fantastic. To trainer. be fair, the one has he just played the one A league game? Was it against uh, Western Sydney? Piercy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Played played FFA Cup gets blacked him. Yeah. He's, right, done yeah. a, he's done all right in his very limited opportunities in the top team. Mm. But the, I think the problem in my mind is that I've seen him do some pretty weird things in youth teams over the years. And mm. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, though. You notice those as a keeper. Um, a keeper makes a mistake. and It looks ugly. It, it, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. You know, and, it, and it often results in calamity. Um, you're not going to notice that with, um, with outfield players. And I think that goes back to your point of consistency there. Mm. It does. So, so yeah, I'm not really sure whether there's something we're not noticing there that is part of that. But mm. anyway. Mm. Um, Facebook questions. Let's do some of those. Uh, thoughts on Babel leaving the Wanderers. Does sacking the coach work? 
you guys have been through a few. That's, that's from a Wanderers fan. So, yes, we have been through a few. Thank Shout you. out to Dan. I know Dan from Twitter. Southo Dan. So, thanks hi, for Dan. Thanks for the you, question. Of course you know him from Twitter. I know everyone from Twitter. Are you Josh Hav from Twitter? Yes, I am. <laughs> hey, how do you do? <laughs> um, yeah, we have been through a few, haven't we? And it was funny. Up until 2013, we'd only been through two. Or 2014, we'd only been through two. So, mm. who would have thought that the last six, seven years would have brought us another... How many has it been now? Five coaches. So we've had um, Laurie, Laurie, Arnie, yep. Mossy, Wormsley, Paolo, yep. Yep. Mulvey, Mulvey, and now Stage. So we're on to our seventh. Seventh coach, yeah. Um, with, Jeez, that f- with, what, four of those in the last six years. That really went up quick, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Escalated quickly. Really got out of hand. Does does sacking coaches work? Look at our last six years. Yeah, I think that's evidence. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> next next question. Um, no, is the short answer. Just on Babel, I think. I think it was a decision that needed to be made. I like, think it had to happen. Letterer and, and Co have invested stacks of money into into Western Sydney, mm. um, and they they expected results. I thought he would have done a lot better this year, and they started really well. Mm. Um, but do yeah, you, it, do you do you think he really fell? Apart because he signed Meyer and that just did not work. They invested a fair probably bit into more, Meyer, didn't they? Probably more to it, but mm. I mean, he oh, came here yeah. with some pretty good credentials. And, and now they've on. got some. He was a, he was a marquee striker, so English that's like seven hundred thousand ish, mm. mm. if not more, mm. with the credentials that he had, and he just was a complete flop. The fus- was it the football got football got football and he crap didn't yeah. produce anything. Just back no. on Babel, twenty two losses in forty games. That is. That has sacked written all over it. That's Mariners areas. You can't you can't have that many losses in forty games. Twenty two to lose over half of your games, not good enough. So unlucky for him. Football's a business, but that's the way it is. I feel for him because he seems like a nice bloke. And hundred percent. You see, yeah, he seemed pretty genuine. Seemed did seem like he cared, but just just could not get it together. Like they 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 don't have they don't have a style or anything at the moment I don't know no, it's, it's, no, it's no very identity. It's, weird. Yeah. it's very weird to watch them play at the moment because you just sort of watch them and you go what are they trying to do because you mm. can't even see it mm, yeah no no identity whatsoever but he seemed yeah like you say seemed like a great guy posted a farewell video on, on Twitter mm. um, which was quite probably pure. a gun behind the camera or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah I think uh, I don't think he's going to be googling you know Western Sydney tattoo removal or anything like that mm. but um, and I mean I guess you you know, you probably need to be on the inner sanctum to know really get a proper opinion of. Because I mean, you look through that squad and you go, "Well, how are how are they where they are on the table?" Because I think they're only a point ahead of, of us. Yeah, which is yeah. it's nuts when you look at their squad. But then mm. it's a case of, well, what are they doing at training? Are they is he? You would assume he's implementing a style. Are they just not executing, mm. or is it a little bit deeper? It, it was than almost. That? It almost became like a reliance on Juki to do something because I remember. I know yeah. Juki scored a couple of goals, but he can't score all the goals. So no. they, yeah, I think it was like a bit of over reliance on Juki to do something. But I think it runs a bit yeah. deeper than just just battle, relying. To be honest. I, th- yeah. I think yeah, I think it does as well. Um, going back to the does sacking coaches work? It's circumstantial, isn't it? Mm. You know, if if. If the coach is the problem, if the coach isn't instilling an identity, if the coach has lost the dressing room, then yeah, there's a fair chance that sacking the coach is going to work. In our case, um, you know, where we're second from bottom and, and we're not winning anywhere near as many games as a lot of us would have hoped or think we probably should, um, no, I don't think sacking the coach would work. And it goes back to upper management as well. When the upper manage- management just remains the same, then there's that argument that, oh, well, nothing's going to change because the upper management stays the same. Mm. Do they need like a whole clean out of everybody is what 
I think a few Wanderers fans, I'm sure, that I've seen around have said full clean out, start again sort of thing, which is uh, a big call. But I think there's definitely some credence to that. If you can afford to pay 700 grand a year for a marquee striker who doesn't work out and get rid of him after you've already spent 350 of it on his wages, then and then, and then bring another one in. <laughs> they would have had to have paid him out too. I guess so, unless he actually, you know, mutually agreed not to take the rest of the contract. Apparently he did mutually. No. But who knows? No way. If you you can afford that, though, Mm. get a new coach and it can be a positive for sure. Oh, yeah. If you've you've got that kind of cash to splash, then, yeah. We're not a good example of that. So (laughs) you've got, um, how do you say his last name? Demarge? I don't know. John Paul Demarge or something like that? Demarini. Demaragni or whatever? Demarini. Is that how it is? Okay, I didn't know that. that was Very angry bald man. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> Nearly had the harmonies going and everything. It was beautiful. So what, was that? what was that? Lewis <laughs> Miller. <laughs> so he'll be interim. So it'll be interesting to see the reaction to um, him being the interim coach. So, you know. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to see if they appoint one before the end of the season. Yeah. Because if he comes out and wins this weekend, I might go, oh, we'll just leave it for a week. And then he wins again, I oh, will just leave it for a week. Yeah. He's made he's made no secret of his aspirations to be a head coach as well. So, mm. and you he's know, been around. He's been around. He has, yeah. He was at Victory, you know. But yeah, there's, there's been accusations of backstabbing and, and things like that. Whether that's there's, there's any sort of credence to that or any sort of truth to those rumours, who knows? So, I guess leading on from that, what has to change for us to win consistently? Is it the coach or the players or the strategy? Shout that's, out to Andy Jennings. That's the million dollar question right now, isn't it? Well, you look around, you look at the teams around us. Newcastle sacked the coach. Wanderers have sacked the coach. We have not sacked the coach for probably Fowler, obvious reasons. Fowler could be Fowler, in trouble. Fowler's in trouble. I feel like Brisbane are improving, though. Haven't they? You reckon? Haven't they not lost in no. four? Two Slowly. draws, two wins. They were terrible on the They're weekend. They're on fire. But and they won. Wenzel, but they won. Wenzel yeah. Halls came on oh, mate, and did I something. Would, I, would, I would give my left nut for us to be terrible and win consistently. Consistently. I will take mm. scrappy one nils for 26 games if it oh, means... Oh, mate, give 100%. it to me. Like, Hook it to my veins. Like, I will play Robbie Fowler League One football all day if we can get three points. I yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It, won't be, it won't be pretty to watch, but no. if it results in... I don't points, care about pretty football anymore, the guys. I just want to win games. We don't have to play like Barcelona. We just need to <laughs> try and win games however we can. Yes. Well, I keep saying that we can... Uh, that we have... Uh, imp- or that Stadge has uh, got... is getting close to what he is able to get out of this squad. If that's the case, I think the answer is self-evident that it's not the coach mm-hmm. or the strategy. Mm. Therefore, what was the other one? The players. The players. And mm-hmm. we know that there's a large amount of turnover and it looks like Stage is not stopping some of that yet. Mm. So it would appear that he perhaps agrees. The thing is with the strategy, we're changing the strategy almost week to week. You mean the, the shape, the system shape, that we're playing? The system, it's, it's all a bit... It's like incredible. I think, I think we've spoken plan about... A, B, got plan C, A, B, C, D, F, G, D, D, D1, like was, yeah. D1, D2, like... It just kept going. I, I there was know. a lot of tinkering early early on in the season, but I think mm. we've started to see a little bit more sort of consistency in the shape and style that he's playing. Yeah, um, he seems to be set on either that sort of three five two um, or that four two 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 with the box midfield, um, which is what he seems to have settled on over the last couple of weeks. So I think he's is maybe finished up with his tinkering and 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 found a shape and strategy that he wants to go with. Um, what has to change for us to win consistently? Quality in the final third. Um, and 
just not napping, just crucial little moments where we're just caught napping is costing us goals. And it's been the story of our last 12 months, to be perfectly like honest with you. poor Kai Rolls. Oh, mate. <sighs> Banging in goals for fun at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> do, you, do you think he slept much in the last week and a half? It's funny because he wow. came up to us after the Melbourne victory game and we were like, oh, yes, nearly got a brace tonight, big fella. He goes, oh, it's all right. They all count. Um, I don't think he would have been I saying th- the same yeah. after the weekend, would he? I think he? his reaction would have been slightly different. Oh, mate. Yeah, heartbreak. But and it's not just him either. Like, uh, had to feel a little bit for Gianni Stensness. In mm. that moment when Diamante turns and there's seemingly nothing on, Gianni he turns around and points for someone else to do something yeah. and misses the brilliant ball, mm. which, which I don't think that was Gianni's fault. I think that's just how good Diamante is, that he had that so well disguised that um, Gianni wasn't, you know, in that moment to be able to stop that. And mm. uh, so, yeah, feel for those players who uh, are finding themselves rabbits in the headlights and mm. not even realising until afterwards. Yeah, I think, I think for us... At the moment, I think Stadge, Stadge needs to pick a system, needs to pick a shape and stick with it. And with in terms of the players, it's a combination of, it's like you said, Pete, it's those certain players just need to be switched on for longer. Because it, there's a lot of those little... You've got to be switched like, on for 90 minutes. You like can't that, afford to switch off for one second. No, that's all right. Like that moment with Stensness, he Heard falls us. asleep. And you could probably argue that maybe Ziggy even falls asleep yeah. a little bit in the box. Yep, yep, Like yep. a one-on-one header. That I did, yep. You watch that bloody header back from Borussia and you go, how the hell has he scored that? Oh, it's a bomb header, though. Like, <laughs> it is. It's, it's, <laughs> that's crazy. Right in the spot. Yeah. Uh, knocked out a few spiderwebs. Yep. So... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a combination of the coach and the players at the moment, which sounds a little bit simplistic, but it's... It does, no. It, it, it's as simple as consistency. Yeah. And being able to... And it sounds stupid. It sounds like think, a lazy answer. I think I think a coach can be consistent as well as the players. Yeah. Yeah, but I tend to think that he has um, consistently shown that he can change when there's uh, looks like there's a, a need to change. And I feel like the the normal attrition that occurs um, is something that he's built into his plan. Um, so he has tried out some players this year, but I reckon there'll be a few that don't make the grade for next year out of that. And so I guess back to Josh's, um, uh, if you believe that the players is, uh, and perhaps their inconsistency, perhaps their inexperience overall is is a part of it, then next year when he has full command of the squad, there's at least three well-paid, more than one-year contracted players that were not signed by uh, Alan who are, I think, most likely leaving. One has already announced his departure and dare I not mention at least one of the other names in case it attracts Pete's attention. And um, there's a certain other fella who might be on his way unless there's any legal cases still left. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's Very some subtle, spots. Aaron. Well done. There's some spots. There's well some done. money. And is that part of the plan? You know, you can't build Rome in a day. No one else has been able to. So Stadge might have that well factored in. Well, it's yeah. not just some money. I mean, those, those guys that you mentioned are on decent coin. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, you could be thinking of half a um, uh, what's what's it called? Half the floor on that. Not Ooh. not it's not that high. Definitely not that high. Yeah. But a third of the floor, yep. and you're getting close. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's I a agree. lot mm. for three players. Mm. Three well-aged players. Mm. Mm. Vintage. Mm. Um, yes. So <laughs> this this one from Andy as well. What what we really need are the fans to get involved how they used to. 
can the band and basics thing get past their differences and remember it's about the team we all support it's been very quiet, very quiet at, at games. games, hasn't it? So uh, there's there's no there's no qualms with the band. I have no qualms with the band. I really enjoyed um, the early days with the band in Bay 16. Um, may I reiterate the early days with the band in Bay 16, not when there was you know sort of 25 of them um, who you know you know there was a change in leadership with the band, and unfortunately Darren wasn't coming to games anymore, and you know it all just sort of started falling apart a little bit. Um, yeah, it'd be great to see Bay 16 making some atmosphere and, you know, hopefully, um, yeah, we saw a retro round the other week where, um, all the guys in the Yellow Army, you know, stepped up and, and, um, it was great to hear some atmosphere back in the stadium. Um, you know, hopefully we can, we can get that going again. Yeah, it's, I think, I think the thing with the band is, um, it worked early on, but, and then, as you said, Pete, when there was the change of leadership, um, we tried to work things out and we just couldn't um and yeah i mean you know pete you've been around since day one you were the capo for fill me in nine years seven not nine years sorry nearly under soldier um and you know it is a lot of work and you know i was involved at one point josh you've been involved as well and you know i've stepped back stepped back right from active stuff just because it got too time consuming um, oh, so know, it's expensive. It's tiresome. It's expensive. Yeah, when you, you put when in, you put time and money and yeah, a lot and of effort, a lot into, of it, yeah. and a lot of it when you when you've got a small active like we we didn't used to right in the very early days, but then it just dropped off. People just uh, dropped off. Yeah, yeah, and then when you're trying to build it back up, a lot of it is your own money that's being spent yeah. on <laughs> flags and tifos. Like the whole the Roy Snake tifo. How long? That was heaps of time. So much time. effort. Well, yeah, that was myself and Tyson Paisley that um, that started drawing that in my living room. I was there. And that was a 25 <laughs> square metre tifo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think to fund that, we had to do... Did, did we do a run of shirts? To we fund did a run of shirts. But, but there was a lot of our own at, money. At the start that. of it, it came mm. out of... Yeah, it came yeah. out of our own pockets. So, so it's, not, it's not an easy gig as we can attest to. Even um, in the early days when we did have numbers... When we had a three-quarter full base 16 because you know we don't have a roof our bait and and our active is nowhere near as big as certain other clubs mm. you're still going to work twice or three times as hard to be able to generate any sort of atmosphere so mm. you know, doing that for 90 minutes every week man it took a toll i was going to work every monday with with no voice and you know working in sales it's not great um you, you go to a client meeting and you it's sort of talking like this sometimes so you try and book your meetings for, for no a offense to andy recovered no offense to andy i know what he's saying with the it's been very quiet at games but that sort of thing annoys me a little bit when i hear it's been very quiet at games because you see for me if you want to try and make some noise you know you can come in and try and fair, be fair, with us no fair play to the jennings because i know i know them and i know they are around the traps and and um you know they they have been there or thereabouts in terms of active support for the years so um anyone that's actually it's been involved criticism. any anyone that's actually yeah. been involved with active support um, I'm I'm happy enough happy enough I guess for them to say um, you know I wish the atmosphere was better um, but yeah, we all do but people yeah. you know people who have never been to Bay 16 or even anywhere near Bay 16 um, who say you guys need to be doing more um, that's what starts to irk me a little bit for sure um, I think I think the 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 thing that's probably created confusion amongst your normal fans inverted commas. Um, is you know probably a lot of us probably stepped back and there was no like no, like statement or like announcement or anything mm. but why 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 would we feel like they need to do that it's not it's not the be all and end all mm. um, yeah. I think 
the best way to describe Yellow Army these days is a group of 15 or 20 mates that just like to go to the football, like to have a beer, watch the game standing up, probably do a few swears, <laughs> do a couple of chants every now There's and then, few, yeah, a few songs. and then go home. Few. Like That's the best way to describe Yellow Army. I would describe it as probably it's not your typical RBB Melbourne Victory. It's never going to be with It's the not a organised active support as such. And I think I think that's probably the best way to describe it. And it's not going to change unless somebody, you know, if somebody else wants to come in and start a new group and go about it the right way and, mm. um, you know, improve the atmosphere, I'm sure we'll all be on board with that. There's Absolutely. no, there's no, we're not holding Bay 16 to ransom or anything like that. No, we never have. Um, so the, I think like, that's, that's, that's the best way to probably describe what it is at the moment. Exact, and exactly. If it improves organically, it will improve organically. And it comes when down the to results. I was going to say, <laughs> the club didn't make an announcement in 2015 that we're going to be rubbish now. So you're going to wane in support. I don't stand in the Bay very often. Um, rarely, in fact, often when I get away, but occasional at best in, in our home stadium. But to pr- draw it into something similar for me, this podcast requires a level of work. Not for me the level of work that Jimmy's had to put in, but a level of work. Has anyone noticed that it's been difficult for us to consistently do shows recently over the last three, four years? That's because it's really hard to drag yourself in here when you're feeling grim about your team. And you have to talk for an hour to talk about how bad we are. Yeah, So, and I think that, to be fair to those guys, they have had some pretty great tenacity since 2015 to have lasted with any atmosphere whatsoever other than the TV in front of them. That's a good point. To be honest. So, as an outsider, I I can't see that. I think that uh, there's a legitimate lull in proceedings across the stadium and it won't change until what changes on the pitch changes. No, exactly right. Results breed success in terms of active. Um, going back to what Boyce said, you've got to let it grow organically. You know, you can't try and force these things. Um, and I think, I think to be honest, we've probably seen that with Newcastle, to be fair, because they had, they had the squadron, then I think they folded. It's probably yeah, the right yeah. way to put it, I think. Well, I think they, they probably had the same sort of thing where their main guys stepped back and nobody else sort of really come in and took over. And then they had the NCL, which was, I think you could probably describe NCL a bit like <laughs> Yellow Army, just a bunch of dudes going to the oh, game. Oh, no, they, yes, no they, they... They were a bit more hardcore. Tried to be tried, ultra. Tried to be hardcore than us, but they, I think along the same page of they just went to the game, they weren't going to chant every... They weren't going to chant for 90 minutes and start a new chant every five minutes and do all that sort of stuff mm. like an RBB does. Mm. And then now they've done the whole thing where they've gotten probably too close to the club, uh, have started a new group. Terrace Nova Castria. Terrace Nova Castria. First game, half a bait. Mm. The last couple of games, nothing. 10, 15 people. And which is what always happens. And it's because, I think, they tried to force it. I, yeah, no, I agree. And it was too... And also they're shit, so that doesn't help. <laughs> <I was laughs> going to say. Well, that's, yeah, that's, it's, there's two parts to it there. It was too club-driven, mm. um, which very, active very support should not be club-driven. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was also, yeah, the fact that they're shit. Um, it is super difficult to stand there for 90 minutes and try and yell and scream your lungs out um, and try and get people to follow you in that when your team's not playing well, when you're mm. two or three nil down. It is, oh, mate, it is exhausting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, so the short answer to that is I don't see it changing anytime soon, but more than welcome to come and stand with us and hang out. Yeah. We won't um, abuse you too much. <laughs> um, 
Can I suggest an interview for a future podcast with Dan Barrett, the yes. women's coach? It's yes, a great that's idea. a great share. Yes, you may. And I have uh, had a chat to somebody on the way in here, and it's already been loosely teed up. And I said we will probably wait until we get the announcement official, hopefully, if it comes, that we are going to get a W League team. Um, I think that'll be the perfect time to talk to him. He is very knowledgeable. I think Sean mentioned the, the end time. of Feb is when they'll find out what's going on with all that. So Beautiful. Yeah. Hold, hold out until that, I think. Uh, Jamie Palmer, who should be captain next year from the current squad minus Silvera and all? I think we probably... Well, we probably didn't put a definite answer on it, but I would go Birgitti. Beerus? Is who I would pick. Beerus or Milan for me? I'd say Milan. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I love the Serbian chicken. Uh Contracted players was the question. Yeah, look, I'm just thoughts and dreams and hopes and prayers, and <laughs> <laughs> just give them contracts now. <laughs> sign them up. Oh man, um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be heartbroken if if one of them goes, um, especially if Milan goes. Man, oh, what a dude! I'm just looking down the list trying to find a candidate. In terms of our contracted <laughs> players, yeah, well, who who we got on? If uh, we can't get bearers across the line, then. Um, Ruan's on for next year Jordan's on for next Jordan Murray's on for next year Lewis Miller's on for next year Piercy's on for next year Rousey um, Clisby is on for Clisby. next year I didn't realise that um, GG um, At this stage uh, Sam Silvera um, Yes Not a whole Yeah Not, not a whole bunch of Um Candidates from from that list, you'd think. <laughs> I'm struggling, mate. Give it, give it. I'm struggling to pick one. Yeah, out, out of that, that questions wreck me. Out, out of that list, out of that list, give it months, maybe. Well, I'd say Muzz is the eldest. Hmm. Is that right? Is, is yeah. No, Clisby's older than Muzz. Yeah, Clisby's yeah. like 26. Muzz yeah, is Muzz what, 23? 24. Okay. 24. I'm still going with yeah, Muzz. So Ziggy's really 26. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, does, yeah, and I think Not Ziggy, I have a feeling he might have an option, a one-year option in his contract as well. I want to see his birth Ooh. certificate. <laughs> <laughs> that bloke's at least 40. Rules breach. Um, no, what a dude. Um, yeah, give it Muzz. Um, did you have a definite, Josh? I don't know. No, I've no Aaron? idea. Well, if now that I've destroyed the whole, you know, under contract, what about players that we think should be under contract? Now we've just added Beerus, we've just added Milan. Yeah. Um, and I think that's enough for me. Beerus, Milan, or Kim for me. Any other mm. three yeah, Kim. I'll be happy yep. with. Yeah, yeah. Although Kim can't speak English that well, so is that a? I don't know. I think that sort of takes it out a little bit. I, I think he knows yeah. more than he lets on. Oh, we, we, what we heard, have heard yeah. this, haven't we? I think he knows more than he lets on. He is a little yeah. bit of a rat bag. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> do you think the rat bag element that we have seen, remember at the fan day down yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, Like he was uh, yep. the, with the reptiles and that? He was funny. He was hilarious. <laughs> he was a good egg. <laughs> I don't know if that's captain stuff, though. Um, rest of the round. Adelaide 1-0 over Vuk. Interesting thing here is that uh, I think I think I saw a tweet from Andrew Howe that said it was the first round in A League history where every team that won kept a clean sheet. Have you ever looked? One nil, one nil, one nil, two nil, three nil, one nil. That's a which is an interesting stat. Interesting stat. That is a multi-buster if you've got both <laughs> teams to score. Cause oh yeah, that's that's the favourite of mine is both teams <laughs> to score in the multi. That's um 
And oh, it's taken, what, 16 <laughs> years for the A-League to have a round where every mm. team that wins keeps a clean sheet. So the, the both teams to score option is always a pretty decent shout, but not this round. Don't yeah. don't worry about that because my multis have been falling over on the first leg every week anyway. <laughs> so it's just sports bet love me. I'm not a sports bet, actually. I don't use them anymore. What are we thinking? The boot crying. <laughs> oh, no, actually... <laughs> Um, I you felt, went to laugh. Yeah, look, I, I low-key felt bad. We were watching this one um, out at the sports bar on, on Friday night. And um, I know, you know, certain other, there, was, there was a lot of other... Um, there was a fair bit of laughter and stuff at the time, but I, I, I low-key felt bad um, because he was bawling, man. And I'd, I'd laughed at the time hard, but I would have loved for at least a few of our players to be bawling their eyes out when we got spanked by Wellington that last game of the season. Yeah, yeah. Because I would have if they had done that I would have went at least you cared but yep. there was a number on that pitch who could not have given a shit yep. so at least Naboot cares I was just disappointed that Cruz didn't come over and put his arm around him and drag him away Cruz, without anyone seeing those tears if, covered if, over his face you know? if, if he cries after game don't care <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe he cried this weekend though last weekend but not the weekend before is that true? I, what happened then? Sorry, Cruz cried this weekend? No, no, weekend, sorry, sorry I'm back on the boot still. In the, oh, yep. yeah. He, cri- he didn't cry last weekend. No. Against like us. against us. Oh, yeah. Because I thought that's much more tear-worthy. I think, I think they're only allowed one player to cry a week, and I think that was Robbie Cruz's <laughs> round. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. And yeah, and yeah, fair enough. yeah, actually, yeah, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. did hear he was a bit upset. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone had words to him. <laughs> I think uh, I think the boot had 74 chances to win them the game. And didn't, <laughs> that didn't help. Didn't pretty get, much. Didn't get one even close. Yeah, especially well, that last one. on there. That's pretty <laughs> ugly. <laughs> I, I looked that up earlier, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was... The victory are just not good, are they? No. Not good at all. Nah, what do well, we think? I mean, do you think their new coach is going to do anything for him? Nah, possibly. I mean, there was a lot of things going around about Marco Kurtz about the way he trained, possibly trained them too hard, which is what led to quite a few soft tissue injuries. Mm. Um, I, 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 I mean, obviously, I don't know the in depth of what happened at that club, but I, he just never felt like a good fit from the time they announced him. I'd agree with that. Some interesting stuff around the fitness thing, though, and injuries and that stuff. I uh, heard somewhere that uh, he was having them stay in their away locations that extra night and recover. um, Well, not the extra night, but recover in the morning and then travel home in the afternoon. So by way of example, after the game against us, they didn't get back until very late on the Monday night because not only did they wait and recover on the coast, but they then had problems with, I think, smoke or... Um, maybe it was storms or whatever it was that delayed their flight. The so, yeah, so they didn't get home until really late, and then I think the next day is when he got the butt. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's odd. Well, it's different. It's unusual. It's, it's like the it's like the opposite of what Arnie used to do. Arnie used to come up early, like they would come up and stay here on the coast the night before a game rather than hmm. get the bus on the day. Yeah, but you can only think of the reasoning for that being around injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that didn't work out. Um, and as far as game style is concerned, plenty of talk about you know, you can't be, um, you can't be a team that isn't the aggressor when you're Melbourne Victory, mm-hmm. and they weren't, and at times, and that played out again a bit. But at least in the second half, it did look like they wanted to be that team who wanted to be on the ball and control the game a bit. Not mm. that it worked out for them, but so I think the coach might be changing some of those things. But will he make enough of a change? I doubt it. Yeah, well, that's that's what he said. I think in his um, in his interview when he did get appointed, saying that you know he wants to he wants them to rediscover their identity. I agree, hundred percent. They lost their way. They lost their identity. 
um, under Kurtz. Um, yeah, can they find it again? It's going to take time. Naboot and Cruz and even Toivonen, they're not punch-it-up strikers. Like, I know Toivonen's big, but actually that that bringing other players into the game is not really his thing. His it's thing Cruz's is thing, though. Cruz, Cruz has been really good at that, I thought, over the, last, yeah. over the last several weeks since he's come back from injury. I think the way that he brings Cam Sober into the game... Um, and and his his, his um, movement off the ball is is phenomenal, but he's got no end product, does he? He hasn't. No, no. It, it just seems to me that they are a bit inclined to be a bit hasty with going long, and, mm. and it just didn't really suit him at all in, mm. in any way for me. Uh, City two nil over the scum. Lol. FTS. Bummer. They are trash. Unlucky. Newcastle are not good, and I swear to God, if we lose that bloody derby. And it is amazing that they are so bad. Handball? Was it a handball? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, because it went, th- it went against the scum, I'll say 100%. Yep. It's, uh, Every it's, day of the week. It's a handball under the current rules. Isn't it all over the place, though? M- d- well, what, are the, what are the current I know. laws? Did I you feel like <laughs> the law. You tell me. The, the law to me is. Relatively clear, right? If you, I'm glad it's clear for someone because <laughs> I got nobody on here. If you, the only person on the planet, <laughs> if you make if you make yourself bigger, whether you mean to or not, using your arms like he did, having his arm up here or whatever, and it hits his hand or arm or whatever, it's a handball, right? There was there was one on the weekend where somebody had a go from outside the box, and the defender had his arm like over his his hand, almost like over his heart, and the ball hit his hand. But it's not a handball because you're not making yourself bigger. If your hand's not there, it's just going to hit your chest anyway. So that's not a handball. No, no that, of course not. That that seems clear to me. That's, but that's obvious. What's not clear is how certain referees are interpreting it. Yeah, and and if you if you had the referee that gave the topple Stanley, which was the I've forgotten her name. That's bad. Which was the woman ref, first woman Kate ref in Kate Jackowicz. That one. If if you had her ref every game over the round. You'd probably be pretty consistent in the decisions, but because That's you've not obviously got possible. no, because you've obviously have a different ref every single round, like you have a different ref in the VAR almost for every single game. There's inconsistencies everywhere, and all over the world in the Man U versus Liverpool game. Uh, the law is yesterday. Crap. The law there was is a handball that wasn't even looked at by the VAR in yeah. the box too. The law's crap. Don't get me wrong, but I think the oh, law Shaw's one. is yeah. written pretty And his clear. hand was away from his body. I can't... On the basis that he's not, he's making his body bigger, that's a pen every day. Mate, Liverpool don't need any help. No, I moment. know, but... <laughs> They've dropped two points in the entire friggin' season. <laughs> they need no help. I you guys can talk about that game all you want. I'm leaving, see <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how Ollie Gunner felt after the game at the interview too. Luke, <laughs> you're, you're hosting, mate. It's all over the shop. You missed the Raw Wellington game, all right? No, I'm, right going, I'm, going, I'm going left to right. <laughs> Go left, down the left. Who are you to criticise, Jim? He's gone anti-clockwise. <laughs> it's chronological order, He's mate. He's for a break. It's, it's his first day. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go to the Sunday game just to piss yes, you off. Yes, do it. Perth, Perth 1-0 over the Wanderers. Right, I'm uh, turning my mic off. Um, Triggered. See you, mate. Um, that's Bubbles, <laughs> Bubbles' last hurrah. The straw that broke, broke the, the bubbles, bubbles back. back. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Well done. Uh, yep. I mean, Wanderers, no good. No good. Perth are good. Perth are coming very good. Yeah, I'm and changing now. I think it's Perth, Sydney, and City. I think they'll do what they did a few seasons ago. I don't, it wasn't under Popovich. I think it was under Low, or maybe maybe it, under Kenny. It might have been might have been under Kenny, where they had that run for like the last half of the season and got right up to the finals. They won mm. like their last eight or nine, or where they had Keo like and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're probably. 
going to do those areas. Because they started the, the season really slow and then really they've just poor. come good and they've what, won six in a row now. Coming so. very good. Very yeah. good. Wanderers had a fair few chances towards the end of the game to um, to grab an equaliser, as, yeah. as you'd expect chasing the game. Um, I thought maybe deserved a point out of it, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, um, the best thing about this game is that we were watching it at Saroni's. That was yeah, that's fair. We finally got James <laughs> James all the way to Saroni's. So what was the assessment of the pizza? Ah, uh, good. Well, of hang course. on. But there's levels of good, I understand, well, without it, being James. Part of the James pretty much said it, it's it it's at Joe's level. It's just a different route. Oh, it's yeah. at Joe's levels, right? But just a different route, that which makes sense. Huge. So huge. Wh- I I have never had Joe's, so I cannot comment on. You haven't lived. But <laughs> this I, Saturday, I have pumped up Saroni's for the last. Six months, twenty-one that will listen, and James was very impressed. Well, so now I know what the levels are at Joe's because I've had Cerrone's and it was good. So now yeah. I know. If that you I don't know what Joe's we're talking about, Cerrone's is a pizza joint in <laughs> Wyong, and it is easily the best thing Sorry. about Wyong. And <laughs> that's not difficult. Exactly. The show is in no way sponsored by Cerrone's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's an idea. We should ask if they want to sponsor the pod. We like should. we had sidelines for a while. We should go sponsored should. by Cerrone's Pizza at Wyong. But we are having a Joe's date after the Brisbane game on the weekend, and I'll have my verdict next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. As I'm sure if you're For anyone that for. cares. Nice. Uh, Brisbane <laughs> over Wellington 1-0. Wellington, for some reason, didn't score in that game. I don't know how, because they had millions of chances. Of all the teams to lose the streak to, the unbeaten streak. Yes. Brisbane. Yes. And that's why I have. I don't understand. I didn't watch this game, mm. and I don't understand why my third in that little group, note my little group was Sydney, Perth, and City. Last week it was Sydney, Perth, and Wellington. Wellington. Just so looking at the stats, Wellington had 20 shots, and only three were on target. Mm. 17 shots off target. That's... That's a stat that tells you why they lost that game. That's even the though Mariners, it's, 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 oh, I was Mariners say, areas. Perhaps we can get some signings. So. <laughs> yeah, fit right in at this. This rate. shout out to Wenzel Halls though. You know we're playing them this week. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a second. But he's Good like the too. only Brisbane raw player who I am sort of worried about because the rest of the team I'm just like completely met on. But he, when he came off the bench, he scored, what, two or three minutes after coming on? It was a great goal, too. He's the, so only, he's the only Brisbane really player good. that you're worried about. Now that you've said that, direct. now that you've said that, you know who's going to pop up. Oh, does it does it rhyme with... Boy O'Ronovan. Boy O'Ronovan. Nah, he won't play. <laughs> he won't play. But him and Fowler have fallen out, so I'm going to say that he might not play. Him and Fowler have done a McDonald and Bruton. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just like egos just clash and they're just like, yeah, well, you're gone. They've had a bit of a lover's tiff. Yeah, Ooh. well, maybe we, we might see McDonald's start up here against us as well, potentially, that's I guess. Y- next yeah, I, I keep forgetting that's a thing now, mm. but now it's a thing, so I've got to weird. adjust my brain to it. Um, oh, funny thing, actually, quickly, before we go into our game, I saw a tweet that um, Scotty uh, is McDonald is still in Western United's like ground oh, sort of things. Mm. They had him on he's, the ground up on the big screen. <laughs> he's, he's in the ground on the big screen, like selling, like avatar, mem- for advertising stuff. Yeah, yeah for, <laughs> so for their memberships. That's orcs. Uh, so let's quick look at the table. Um, I mean, it's obviously not pretty for us at the moment, but this 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 was why the game on the weekend against Western was so frustrating because we could have jumped a few spots here, mm. and mm-hmm. then we then we just bottled it, bottled it massively. Like it could be worse recently. though. Could be. Look, we're still four, <laughs> we're still four points clear of those lads from up north. So yeah, um, I think the table's already speaking it for itself. Halfway through the season, to be honest, you've got the top three, and then you've probably got Wellington just behind, and then you've got everyone else. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even this weekend, if results go our way, we could be 
equal seventh. Seventh, yeah. So yeah. that's that's you know. That's for what the, we're going to say this week is another is a must win. Yeah, for all the doom and gloom, I was sort of feeling at halftime on the weekend. It's still, you know, we're not even half. It's we're, still we're, super compressed, and yeah. we've still got a long way to go in a the long season. Way to go. If things do start clicking, and they should, um, if you know, going back to that whole consistency piece um, on both the players and coaches' behalf, um, we're we're a shout. I honestly think I honestly think we'll finish probably ninth. Um, I think Brisbane Brisbane are going to slip up big time. Um, I think Fiala is going to completely lose the dressing room. This is my sort of left field prediction. Um, and things are going to go absolutely pear shaped for them. Mm. Um, I'm just I'm banking on that at the moment because I was really really banking on him to be sacked by Christmas. <laughs> Um, well, I was telling anyone who'd listen, and um, maybe we can help with that with the game on the weekend. Yeah, I meant Christmas 2020. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Aaron, say the line. Are we, who are we going to finish in front of? <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's I'm, happening. I'm looking at it, and I'm just sort of. They, they played 14, and we played 13. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's on. That's actually a fair <laughs> point, on. though, as well. We yeah, do, we got the game we've in got hand. Got the game in hand over yeah. the Wanderers and Victory. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Um, so the weekend, obviously, Brisbane. Yeah, well, at home. Yeah, this uh, should be a game where we're looking to win well. This is where this is where it starts falling apart for Fowler. He's going to have a he's going to have a massive spat with McDonald. I thought Pete's that was going to go game. a different direction then. Pete's master plan. <laughs> oh mate, you watch. It's going to be hilarious. I I this is what worries me though is that I feel like Brisbane are on the improve, and I feel like we are still hot cold hot cold hot cold now. By this week is a hot week, though. <laughs> this week is a hot yeah, week, baby. exactly. And we're at home. I was about to say, going off previous, last week was the cold. This week is the hot. So easy to nil. Uh, move on. But Ooh, I just I clean can't, sheet as well. I don't. I can't. Take that. I can't confidently sit here and say we're in with a shot. But I can. Then, we're in with a shot. But then we're also <laughs> not out of a shot. So I just don't know what to pick. I'm being. Peak I haven't fence, been able to pick our games for the like the last five years. So Very much. Sense. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning. I'd love a it. win, so yeah, let's just go with it. I, I don't, I don't really rate Brisbane at all. I do agree that they're on the improve a little bit, but I, I still think if we can, if we can beat anybody in this league, then we have to beat the teams around us. So, I mean, they've been our bogey team for exactly. so long as well. That's a good point. Um, Does he start, Joey? Ooh, no. I mean, from me, no. From 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 him, what I think he will actually do, yes. I think he will start Jair. Um, yeah, because yeah. I think you got to stick with the two up top thing for Mars, don't you? If Murray's going to be starting, I agree. I think. I agree. Stick with the two up top. Like I said before, though, I think neither of Jair or Matty Simon suit Murray. Or do we start partner, Simo? But that's what we've got. So I think, as a why not, we start Simo and throw Jair on for half an hour at the yep, end. Yeah, I agree. Against a tired team. Jair's got more pace. We saw, yeah. um, actually, the last game we played against him up there, um, only a few weeks ago, he completely changed his shape um, yeah. from the previous week. Did that put the, us off? I think, it, I think it did, because I think potentially he may be worried too much about the opponent and not enough about our own game. Do you think he does the same thing again this week, or does he stick with the same shape? Good question. We're at home. I think stick with the same shape, mm-hmm. but personnel. A couple of tweaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personnel mm-hmm. switch up would be my call. Because like, if, if you look across the Brisbane back line, they're quite a, quite a sturdy. like Robust. Maybe, maybe robust. 
proper proper league, league proper one, league, league two, one, yeah. gonna, fallible. Going to throw the body around. I don't know if Joy is going to be suited to that. Maddie's going to be suited to that. I'd rather see sixty minutes of that and then throw. Jair on at the end after Matty's kicked the crap out of him for 60 minutes. You think Jair would be the kind of player who would be able to turn the defender around rather than, you know, going up and looking for the knockdowns, mm. Um, mm. which is, you know, sort of how Simo plays, sort of how Muzz has been playing as well. Yeah. Um, winning pretty much everything in the air and, and knocking off the players around him. Um, we need we need to exploit their slowness um, and, and be able to get in behind and... Mm. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough ask whether we whether we go with Jair or, or go with Simo at top. Do yeah. you tell Muzz to sort of you know because Muzz is good in the air? The aerial duel stat is always pretty good for him. Do you tell Muzz to sort of hang back a little bit if Simo starts? Let Simo try and get the nod ons and play and get Muzz running off him. Yeah, 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 and, and get Muzz turning his defender around because yeah. that's 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 the most dangerous time as a defender when you know you've got someone like that running at you with pace and trying to turn you around. I think, um, yeah. I think, I'd, that's I'd, probably I'd, the best I'd, option. I think we get Muzz to play off Simo for 60 minutes. Yep. I wish that Muzz had a little bit more pace on him, though. Mm. I think he'd be much better with just a little bit more pace. I'm not saying he's, he's slow. He's got pace on him, but what if he was just a, a ra- little bit more What are you more have pace? a foot race with him then? <laughs> See, there you go. Well, I'm not a pro footballer. I'll, get him, on the f- I'll get him on the phone. Let's go. <laughs> Listen here, keyboard warrior. Um, <laughs> are you talking shit about me on the pod, Josh? <laughs> Aaron, I'm, I can sense you disagree, so please. No, talk. no, I'm, I'm just having a little wry smile because I do, I do agree, but um, wait for the lineup to be Simo and Jair. Oh God! Oh, what are you for doing? For the very reasons that you guys just described. Oh no, we've only just signed Pete. Pete I, we've just signed Pete. And he's okay, out the door. I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from, but I would rather. Not so would that. I. I'm just being a bit of a realist because um, when it ca- I, I dislike trying to stir shit, aren't you? I'm Aaron? not trying to stir <laughs> things. I I just don't think that the some of the wing play that gets we get sucked into in that model is um, Mother's thing. So and I d- I would like what you guys just said, but I am a bit concerned that we might not. Just get skipping that. ahead a bit, Simo Jaya, would that be something that you'd like to see maybe in the derby? As an option? No. Derby, high tension? No. High stakes? Can I be really blunt and truthful here? That's mm-hmm. something I really don't want to see. Okay. I, I wasn't saying Ever. that I wanted it. <laughs> but, but I wasn't <laughs> saying I wanted it. I was just putting it out there. <laughs> no, it just take, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you forced me to think of what I really wanted and that was not it. <laughs> it's in the cloud now. God damn it. <laughs> you can uh, edit that out, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to... <laughs> I can't edit yet. Uh, I can just hit record. Jimmy! <laughs> Jimmy! Help! Save us! Uh, come back! Um, I um, totally no. lost my train of thought. I'm because I sorry. I'm sitting on the fence for this because I just can't confidently back us. And Brisbane, yeah. I, I want the improve. I'd but gladly we, take the draw. Yeah. But I don't want to draw. I want to win. No. 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 Three points. We're getting it. Three points at home, baby. All right. Uh, quick tips to rest around Wellington, FTS. <laughs> FTS uh, Phoenix to bounce back And fucking trounce them Knicks Let's go <laughs> Knicks, Knicks yep. are at home You can't say that word That's a bad word Sorry. Beep Sorry. Jimmy <laughs> Not Jimmy Boise doesn't know how to Use the beep button no. yet so When you're going to swear You've got to let me know So someone can go Beep over the top Okay of it. that's my one F word for the, for the show Thank you very much Ladies and gentlemen Oh for fuck's beep. sake <laughs> um, so I didn't swear I, said, I was talking about Dylan Fox um, Yeah Phoenix At home 100% Phoenix, Obviously Phoenix uh, Western United Adelaide oh. hmm. I'm going left to right again Just to piss off Josh 
Oh, um, well, you've succeeded. Yeah. Actually, there's t- two games on a Friday, I just realised. Is it? That's red hot. <laughs> and if yeah, I the went, Wellington game If on I went Friday in chronological night. order, I would have realised. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so good. So, yeah, so we've got the 515 Wellington, then we've got the uh, 7 Squirty, um, the big blue. Mm, 7 Squirty. Um, <laughs> should we go chronological? Yeah, we should. Let's, let's do no, this. Yeah. Pro- yeah, all right. All right. Thank you. Victory Sydney. <laughs> Victory Sydney, big blue, Friday night. Big blue. It's, uh, Sydney. It's got to be Sydney, It's got to be Sydney. Of course. If, yeah. I mean, if Victory can't get up for the big blue, you would have serious concerns if you were a victory fan. Well, victory the have had their, the their two big rivals in two weeks. They had mm. Adelaide last week. Didn't really do anything this week. Sydney. I think Sydney are too good. I think Sydney are too good for pretty much Sydney everyone in the league. To be too, honest, too good for everyone at this stage. Do they bounce back though? No. If Naboo, I don't see it. If just, Naboo can get a few it. chances and maybe put one away, then possibly. But Naboo has just been missing everything. Yeah, He's got, got a bit of Roy in him, just gonna missing be everything. Absolute cauldron down there at Amy Park on, on Friday night. They'll be well up for that. There will be a cracking atmosphere. I'd, I'd love to be there myself. Tell you what, if, if victory score first, they can they can go on and do some damage. But I think, like you say, Sydney are too good. Thank yeah. God that it's at Amy because the Melbourne Victory-Sydney games at um, Etihad just suck because yep. Etihad is not a football I would stadium. disagree with that I went to the grand final there um, in the early uh, parts of the decade um, the one that Sydney won pen- on pens on pens yeah where Musket slipped over the post clanger cracking crack- I think he slipped I can't that remember is the, that is a grand final cracking though, cracking atmosphere cracking venue and they sell uh, that. well they used to at the time vodka Red Bulls there for uh, for nine bucks a pot which is cheaper than you'd find at most clubs Jesus Christ um, <laughs> so that, is, that is dangerous that was a uh, that was an experience <laughs> that was an Not event bad. and that was a great night uh, speaking of Victory Away, everyone come to Victory Away on the 4th of April. April 4th, baby. Get around it. We're all trying to get there. I'm um, already sure. booked. I'm just waiting and for flights. Amy? As soon as flights go on sale, I'm, I'm there. It's at Amy, isn't it? Uh, yep. It is at Amy, yeah. I think yep. flights are already on sale, or they were last week. So. And it's a Saturday afternoon, so you've got a whole Saturday night in Melbourne, so rip. Cool. Uh, can't, can't, wait to lose, Friday. can't wait to lose 3-0. Uh, City, Perth. On Saturday night. That's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? After us. Um, with Perth starting to hit a bit of a... Uh, oh, That's probably the, game of the round. Pardon the pun, but they're hitting a bit of a purple patch, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, Perth. You reckon? Yep. Yeah? City, I mean, they beat the Jets easily last week, but... Remember... I, I could do that. This game <laughs> This game happened like three weeks ago. <laughs> this this exact game had happened like three weeks ago, and Perth, I think, won 3-0. Welcome, so. welcome to the A-League, where... The fixtures are made up, but the draw doesn't matter. Yes. Poif. I will go with Perth, yeah. I think Perth will win that one. Uh, Western Adelaide, which we didn't put a tip in on, even though I said it. Western. Oh. Adelaide, I think. Adelaide, have, oh, funny thing about the ladder I just saw. Adelaide have not had a draw yet. They're six wins, seven losses. Yep. So they're the definition of hot and cold too. So I'm going to say first Adelaide's first draw of the season, I think might be a draw. Would have gone with United except that. They losing Diamante is going to hurt. I bet they hate De Silva right now. That is actually, yeah, that is a fair point. I didn't think about that. That is a fair point. Yeah, good point. Which is why I went Adelaide. Cause why I totally, would they hate De Silva? I totally knew that. Because he was the one that did it. Diamante fouled him. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Got the old yellow and blue eyes on. To be no. fair, to be fair, I was watching the McGregor Serrani fight. <laughs> Part-time <laughs> fan you are. <laughs> All right. Done. Tips. Um, oh. Aaron, your nephew, flying. 
Yeah, she's going all right. That's my well, brother at SGM too. Top spot. Well, he knows all the stats. One so and he, two. He tomorrow's knows. a one and two. And nine. And Erin's ninth. So <laughs> three is? of the top ten tomorrow's go away. Who is the wizard of Woi Woi? <laughs> is, that, is that Matt Simon? It's got to be Simo. Simo's in on the tipping. That's the uh, Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer, six-time golden boot winner, and the record holder for most substitute appearances in A-League history, Matthew Blake Simon. Um, Hang on is. a second. So there's not much in it. Hasn't has has our best mate... Um, who was he? Sex, Sex drugs, drugs, and, and Carlton, Carlton Cole. Cole. He's gone. Changed his name to the Wizard of War. Oh, I has he? <laughs> oh, yes. I reckon he has because Shout I know out. who it is. And he messaged me during yes. the week saying, I think I might actually change my name. And that is him. He that knows is, that how, is it. He, he knows, knows how to get knows. a mention. He knows. <laughs> Quality. Can you, can you reveal who it is or not? Or oh. should we, let's, let's keep it a secret. I will keep it a secret. I'll say his tips are in bloom at the moment, though. So he's, he's doing quite well. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Benos in uh, fourth. Fletch in fifth. That rounds out the five, but there's there's not oh, much in it, though. Yeah, Ocon's plan B. Ocon's Again, shout plan out B. to them oh, because that's, such a that's cool still the best name. name. See, if, if Ocon's plan... If Ocon had used his plan B, be... <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> he wouldn't have finished 10th. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, Palo. <laughs> yeah, Ocon's plan B, you really need to try and finish 10th just, yeah, to, stay, just to stay on brand. And uh, you, Aaron, are in ninth. Woohoo! Three, three Myers in the top 10. I wouldn't say that means anything good about my tipping, but I am You're in ninth guessing. at the moment, halfway through the season. I'm getting absolutely, Happy with it. absolutely spanked in the tips. Hey, mm. like I started, <laughs> I went through the first few rounds of the tipping, like in the top five, top six, top top seven. I think I'm about fortieth now. <laughs> I have unlucky. Been, I've been lucky to get two right each week. It's a hard league to pick, though, isn't it? It's just it's very it's tough. I put a five dollar multi on the entire round every week, and I've been doing it for. Maybe three years. I think I've won three times in that three years. So you average once a year. <laughs> My average, but the returns are good. So was I having a boomer moment when I failed to uh, uh, hear the mention of Josh in 19th? Uh, Fred in 28th? No, we just, we've just we only got the top 10 here. Yes, you have. Where are you, Pete? I can't find you, Pete. Oh, keep, go- keep scrolling. <laughs> Am I not scrolling? Keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mate, he's, on, he's on the second page. He's free falling down to 39th there. I couldn't even log in. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that, well, that'll hurt you. It's, it's, oh, I've just tried to log in. It wouldn't let me. So I think um, I think it's just booted me. It's going to give up, champ. And Jimmy, 45th. I am puff the Jimmy. Hmm. I'm all right. I'm doing hmm. okay. Luke? As as, yeah. Luke, where are you? I don't know. I'm scared. I'm looking for you. I'm not finding you near the top. <laughs> That's I'm the, going this is, down, this, down, down. This is my weekly reminder to do my tips, so thank you. I haven't done them yet. Well, Luke, it is only Tuesday, to be fair. I think you have the honour of being the only person that I need to page for. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky! Need a, need a search party. Where are you? You, you really... I have forgotten to do my tips a number yeah, of times. You're in fifty first. Love it. Yeah. Half, so I'm just century, doing, baby. I'm just doing my tips now, and it says only eight percent of peop- of tippers have tipped us to win on the weekend. So screw you all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tipping Mariners. I'm just going to go for it. Do it. I told you it's going to happen. Get around us. We're doing it. We're on the comeback. All I, right. I, I tipped us last week too, and then I felt really stupid after. But anyway, no, I'm going to tip us again. No, we're going to do it. Let's wrap this shit up. We're going for an hour and forty minutes. Really? Oof. We've waffled today. Yeah, I Jeez. need a beer. A proper ramble. I need a game of fives. I call it yeah. ramble for a reason. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully this uploads and works and we don't uh, somehow lose the file between now and when it uploads. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.
Thanks. Love you. Goodbye. Catches. Love ya. Black with smooching the nights into 